0: We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. Are, are,
1: are you listening?
0: Are
1: you I like that you said stereo, like the KOFY TV20. <laughs> Right as the dog looks away. Stereo. Well, that'll, nice. be, that'll be fun for the listeners at home, because they'll get us. You know, you'll be in one ear, I'll be... No, no the podcast is in mono. I oh. forget. No, oh, it won't be cool. Man. It'll be cool for me while I'm editing this. Hey, we're podcasting! Yay! Yeah, yeah, yet another guest podcast uh, extraordinaire. This one from a uh, longtime um, uh, associate cohort <laughs> clark is in the room everybody hey everybody yeah Yet, in your ear hole yeah, well, one of these days i want to get uh, like a like a sound effects doodad and so when i say like hey it's clark like i could hit a button and like people clap and clark clark <laughs> <laughs> oh really go crazy with it yeah, yeah for each
0: person sure <laughs> clark. Yeah, arc, arc, arc. <laughs> i'm ready
1: yeah, Are you ready for the... Yeah, well, wait. Keep waiting, because it ain't coming anytime <laughs> soon. I'm i just, got the
0: mic right in front of me. We can do it all day. Okay.
1: <laughs> Stephanie,
0: Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie.
1: Oh, so you expect me to go back and do this for, like, all the other oh, yeah. people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not like, um, uh, you know, those movies where I make you buy it ten times. I'm not doing <laughs> that. I'm not retroactively... Special
0: edition... Podcast UGG oh, TV.
1: <laughs> right, I'm not doing it. Um, you'll notice that uh, there will be lots of interruptions during this podcast because uh, we got people coming over. Clark came over early because I wanted to podcast with him. And uh, and uh, so there will be lots of interruptions and people screaming and, and construction work. In fact, I, I had to leave my laptop in here so the people out there could uh, have some music to listen to as, as they continue busily preparing a uh, Thanksgiving turkey even mm-hmm. though it's not really Thanksgiving it's sort of early Thanksgiving
0: but for us we're in time yeah
1: <laughs> it's yeah. way better than Thanksgiving it's <laughs> it's early Thanksgiving it's
0: Thanksgiving with friends
1: yes and which is the reason why we did. and then and just so everybody knows so the reason why we we do this early Thanksgiving is because we all went to college together and you know people when Thanksgiving hit there were people who didn't have a place to go or there were people who you know went to all corners of the country, and, and this was just a way to get together before everybody blew apart for the holidays and hang out, and and it grew. Like, I, I didn't start coming to this until um, the, you know, like, 10th year or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah,
0: how, long, how many years has this been going on now? I thought someone said this was the 20th. Wow, that would make sense. And I don't remember being invited. I moved away 16 years ago and i don't really remember being invited to the first four i only remember <laughs> being here like i just happened to be here maybe six or seven years ago and was like oh i'm in town and i should come over and stuff and i heard about it later on but but yeah the first the first few yeah i don't know if i was invited so much to those
1: huh yeah. that would mean if this was the 20th year so that I heard. then that would be 89 yeah which makes sense because a lot of the people are older than me yeah a lot, yeah, a lot older, mm. so much older. Can we, we need feel to it. we need to put a ramp in so some of them can get uh, in because that <laughs> that inch and a half step we have is a
0: lot to lift your foot up when you're so yeah. old. I call the seat next to the oxygen tank because that sucker <laughs> rocks the party. <laughs> yeah, he sits.
1: But he still rocks. He can oh, dance yeah. in a chair like nobody's business. Shove
0: those tubes up my nose and...
1: You're oh, <laughs> so really you just like getting high off of his oxygen is what you're saying.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's a rocking time. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it's flavored. Flavored? Flavored, flavored oxygen? oxygen? Sure. Well, the oxygen bars, you could get, you <laughs> could get like the, the, the blueberry or the strawberry oxygen scent uh-huh. Yeah. You taking calls while we're doing no, this? No, this is not
1: my phone. This is Miriam's phone. Yeah, so I'm turning it... I'm not turning it off because I find the interruptions funny. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, but no, I, I just uh, set it to stop
0: being annoying. This part's what? getting cut out, isn't it?
1: Nah.
0: <laughs> How much editing do you do just not, behind... Not. The, uh, Pull back the curtain. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, uh, no, not very much. I mean, right. I mostly just cut out the gaps to make me sound smarter. Right. <laughs> tighten it up a little bit, uh, and then you know, obviously, there will be plenty of false starts where I'll give you like, and then, well, what was I talking about? <laughs> uh, is that? And then no, and then and then, so finally, I'll I'll figure it out, you know, and, right. and keep going. So you know, just stuff like that. So are we ready to start this? Sure. All right.
0: Hey, everybody. Hey, we're podcasting. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so, it, this, so speaking of, let me turn me down a second. See, now this will get cut out. Okay. Because yeah. I just, I'm I, a little louder I than... you um, were a little loud. So anyway, you sort of touched on what I wanted to talk about with you a little bit, is the fact that you are like one of the only people who did move away from that little Emma? group.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. So
1: everybody else is pretty local still. I've never been the big world traveler. I mean, I've traveled, but really, you know, I grew up in San Jose. I went to school in San Francisco. Right. I live halfway in between now. Right, I mean, right. it's not really it's not really an adventurous life. Right. Um, but so so you said you moved away 16 years ago? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's hard to believe because it <laughs> seemed like it was, you know, not that long ago. Yeah. How, so 16 years ago, way pre-internet right
0: well pretty much yeah
1: yeah Sp- speaking of which I, let's let's talk about this before we 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 talk about um you moving which was just how boned our generation was is <laughs> right <laughs> it's i mean because you know you and i when, when did, what year did you graduate college College was 92. Okay, I was uh, 93? Yeah, like, like yeah, I walked yeah. in 94. but I was but on I was, five-year plan. Yeah. So I feel, and we were both broadcasting majors, right. and I really felt like, you know, we went through with all analog equipment, right. uh, and, like, two years later, I would say we were boned. Like, <laughs> the digital revolution came in and just... Just everything we had been taught just was right out the window. Yeah. I mean, sort of the same ideas were, you know, right. But what, what people who have other majors don't understand is broadcasting majors are predominantly it's a hands on job. And if you don't know the tools, nobody wants to hire you and teach you the right. tools to use. So we had gone through learning a series of tools and then now all those tools were gone and obsolete right did
0: you find that to be the case well i mean what ha- it was happening right when i graduated it was it was i learned on linear equipment which i don't know if people who are listening is sort of like using a typewriter to use to to make a, a mass document and then if you want to change something in the middle you have to retype everything from the middle on to change that while using a word processor is like using the normal equipment now, nonlinear, blah, 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 blah. So right when I graduated, hadn't even heard of nonlinear. It was just coming out. Avid specifically was was the name of the, the main thing that just came out. And I had a choice of taking a $1,500 class... Ooh that was for cmx which was the biggest linear editing i'm a video editor did we mention that at all No, but i'm
1: glad you did i'm well yay clark clark clark
0: clark 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 tonight um yeah so i'm we need
1: like a sound effect for like you know thanks for thinking of that or like well done or maybe just like a ding or a good idea ah well, Wait. now you've now you've turned us into a, a, a really like a Z one hundred morning radio Z, uh, Frank morning and the radio. beans. <laughs> it's and the great recipe for all morning radio is regular guy name and inanimate <laughs> object. So it's Jimmy and Floor Wax. <laughs> There is actually a, a duo in uh, Colorado, and one of them is named Floor Wax. Floor Wax, yeah, yeah. And and not only are they quite terrible, like. Uh, I I was staying with this guy, and he was listening to it. And I swear they had a five-minute discussion about cheese. (laughs) I'm like, this is awful. I mean, I realize you have four hours to fill, but are you sitting here talking about cheese and thinking, there is a guy in rush hour... Traffic. Who is digging this? <laughs> Which was you? No, I was sitting on this guy's couch. <laughs> right. uh, I was no, and I was angry, and I <laughs> wanted to. I wanted to reach through the radio and and adjust them because that was awful. <laughs> anyway, enough of the uh, morning radio. <laughs> but if you do think of any more um, sound effect ideas, if they're
0: appropriate. Or not, <laughs> or more, more better, more
1: better if they're not appropriate. Can't wait. <laughs> so um, yeah, okay. So you, so you had the chance of taking this fifteen hundred dollar CMX. CMX class.
0: was like the Shangri. It, people will hire you if you know CMX. But
1: now, wait a minute. We have to back up one second. All right. This is the thing that drove me insane about where we went to school. Is that the broadcasting department? They didn't really care so much about who in the industry was using what tools. They were just like, well, this tool does everything we need it to do, and it's way cheaper than that one. So why don't we just buy this other one? Meanwhile, nobody's using it, and you're spending all this time trying to learn it. And then you go out in the real world, and you're like, well, what is this? Right. So maybe my previous argument about how we were boned because you know we <laughs> lost those tools. I didn't. I really never had the right tools anyway. So in the in in your editing class, you learned on the
0: ACE. The ACE, the Ampex ACE. Which, yeah, Uh, nobody used. People would look back at uh, as as like a a large, like brick-sized cell phone, as far as how relevant it would be at the time. Yeah, it was. It was very. They're very complex and very hard to get to, to do the simplest thing, and yet that's. I knew that sucker backwards and forwards. And my
1: favorite, I remember you talking about this a long time ago, and uh, you went into some uh, job interview looking to be an editor, and they were like, okay, what kind of uh, systems have you used? And you were like, I I used an Ace? And they're like, I'm very sorry. (laughs) And 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 then you're like, yeah, I know, it sucked. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, we're not hiring you. We need people who know this other stuff. Right. Yeah. All right, so you had your chance to take the, the CMX fifteen hundred dollar class. Right.
0: CMX is the one that says, okay, we'll hire you if you know CMX. But CMX fifteen hundred down to LA, which means and down there for a week, so that means hotel, plane, everything else. Food. Right. And then there's this, you like to eat. Yeah. Bring it. we'll bring, bring it, bring it, bring it. Clark's stomach is <laughs> <in laughs> <laughs> Gastrointestinal. There's got
1: to be like a job like that. <laughs> Gastrointestinal, intestinal, intestinal, Um That's all they do. That would be a fun sketch to <laughs> no write. Kidding. Is like the guys all they do is make an obnoxious sound effects for morning zoo radio
0: shows. Got to be good because no. you got to have it stick in there. If it's got to be like, oh wait, oh wait, what would be good? Would be a lion with with like a baboon mating call. Oh. That together would be, that would sound good for, yeah, for that's excitement.
1: A, that's a morning zoo. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I hadn't even thought of it that yeah, way. Yeah. Cause you listen to it and you're like, well, that's a yak. I mean, that doesn't say zoo. Right. right? I mean, yeah. Yaks are kind of docile. <laughs> I need like a gibbon throwing his poo at a, <laughs> uh, a hyena. <laughs>
0: <laughs> morning zoo. Yeah.
1: Uh, nine to five. Um,
0: so, uh, down to Los Angeles for a week. Right. So then, or I had the choice of a $300 class in Burlingame, which is close, for Avid, the new nonlinear editing system. Give that a shot. Decided to try to do that. Okay. I'm just going to, should I just go through, like, within 30 seconds, my history as to why I moved? Because uh, that's where I'm about to go. Yeah, yeah. Essentially. Sure, right, All right, yeah. So took the Avid class, was like, my God, this is how you should edit. I remember it was on a Mac. So then I was with a partner to, in this Avid class, and you had to, at the end, after they said, okay, back up your material, it said, on the desktop, you take this these files, and you put them in a folder, and then you can put that folder on a floppy drive. And I was just, and I said out loud, that's awesome, that's really cool, and then... You know, the guy next to me said, well, that's just a normal Mac thing. And I sort of went, yeah, I know, but isn't that awesome? That's cool that you can do that, that you can just move stuff and folders. And, okay, anyway, and that got me, knowing the Avid got me the job that got me to move away. So, you know, being pre-internet, like, how did you even know, how did you even hear about this job? So, okay, so I had a girlfriend, wanted her to be my wife. Wanted How'd that work out? Yeah, it worked out. Okay, good. She married her fifteen years ago. Uh-huh. So yeah, cool. Kid, kid fun. Yeah. So yeah, so then thinking, um I should give a shout out to them. Wife Jill, yo, and son, uh, throat warbler mangrove. He's an awesome kid. His name is Kyle. So all right, so um, well, it was from one of our friends because we started hooking up with, uh, with, with uh, a place in Las Vegas called Network Q, which was the uh, supposedly CNN or People Magazine for homosexuals, but on video. <laughs> and hey. <laughs> Wait,
1: I mean, you need gay news?
0: Yeah. They, need, they needed, you know, this was back, like you said, before the internet, where do you read about, about gay news. gays, uh, <laughs> it's throughout America, and you know, interesting. They would have a different city each month. They would shoot all on high eight, I think, and then transfer it all to three quarter inch tape, which is very ancient. Wow! And then edit all that on an Avid, and then and then they would finish it all in a no- normal linear system. But um, that that is an interesting thing for for the kids who who really
1: have it easy now stupid kids yeah I mean like you know th- back in the days of avid there was no Final Cut Pro there was right. no movie maker Express there right. was none of, none of this monkey business there was avid and that was the only game in town and avid's first uh, editing system y- y- you was not meant for human consumption I mean right. it was it was Awful. I mean, and they had, it was funny too, because Avid had this whole AVR system of grading their software. Right. And so I think like AVR, uh, AVR, imagine like AVR, I think like seven or three or something. Imagine taking like a YouTube video <laughs> and then blowing it up to full screen. Right. Like that's what I'm, and, and that's exactly what it looked like. Right. It was pixely and gnarly and the system cost thousands of dollars yeah. and they made you sign these service contracts which i think they make
0: you still do some they've because of all the competition they've gotten a little smarter about that but yeah oh really basically oh, yeah they're finally avid catching finally up finally got
1: and, some brains nice. yeah kind of sort of so uh yeah i mean that was and so so like you said that detail about like well we would offline it on an avid and online right. it on a on a linear system, that whole concept. I think maybe they may still do films like that, but other than that, like nobody does it that way anymore. Right. It's all done in the computer. And of course, you know the. Uh, now I'm sounding like a cranky old man. <laughs> in my Always. day, you know, and and you had like a stat. Yeah, really. I mean, cranky, a- cranky, cranky, old, <laughs> old, old, old man.
0: Old, old man. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That's the sound. <laughs> That's
1: the sound of old man. Or uh, Lou Costello. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, now, let me, you're telling me the wolf, that mummy moved. <laughs> um, uh, and, and it was a stack of hard drives. Uh, that you had to raid together. Each one cost like a thousand dollars a piece, and probably held as much as your camera flash memory does today.
0: There was a. Th- I remember at the work, the job that I had, they spent three thousand dollars on this drive that was the size of a of a normal laptop these days, and it held a gig. And it was, yeah, three grand. Yeah, I remember... Uh, Sounded like a truck when it was on, too.
1: My first job, we had it had a gigabyte hard drive,
0: and it took up,
1: I believe, three rack space units. And it was rack mounted, and it was enormous and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so,
0: so you were palling around with Avenue Q or... Network Q. Yeah. We were doing some stories here in San Francisco for them. I was looking for full-time work, and I was finding some freelance... But I wasn't really finding any full time work. Again, wanted to get married, so on and so forth. Oh, so them broads like you to have a full time job. Yeah, don't they? job. If you want to be with me, so, um, uh, so you are so hip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hip, 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 hip. Um, so, so uh, you are a gift for the ages. <laughs> like
1: I can just cut out... Uh, this whole podcast is just going to be a, a wealth of sound effects yeah, I, for me. You're right. I
0: yeah. hope <laughs> my voice won't crack. Um, so, yeah, so there's basically what it comes down to is Network Q was centered out of Las Vegas. Uh, Which they, seems like a dumb place if you want to be the hip-hop happening place for gay affairs. It worked for them. Because yeah. if they were doing okay, they would send out a VHS with two hours of edited stuff every month. And so they would shoot for two weeks and then edit for two weeks. And where they would edit it was a place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And somehow we shot some stuff. A mutual friend was like, oh, we can do a story for you. We can be your base in San Francisco to shoot stories. And I actually shot a story with me as the, as the newscaster kind of thing. And never showed that to anyone. Um, you still have it? Hidden, 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 <laughs> hidden. Uh, so then...
1: Right. So, so let me understand this company's business model for just a second. So, they have a home base in Vegas. Right. But they edit
0: in New Mexico. Right. And they shoot stuff all over the country. Right. Like, they'll say, oh, well, this week we're going to be in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta! Look out! Woo! And then there's a huge event there, and they do all sorts of things like that. Um, centered around there, but also do stories throughout the country. At least that was the idea behind it. But they didn't have a lot, lot of money. But where, where did they show this stuff? It was it wasn't shown anywhere. Again, no internet, so it was V. You would subscribe to it like a magazine, like a really expensive magazine, and then you would get a VHS tape in the mail every month. Wow, that's what, yeah, that's but old school stuff.
1: Even if I was in in, in a, gotten in a time machine and went back. I don't think I would ever say, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Harsh, harsh,
0: harsh, harsh, harsh.
1: But I mean, really, I mean, you got to people are gonna subscribe to people did. Wow, that's amazing. I
0: mean, it was it was going on for several months before I started, and I was on it for nine months. Essentially, where they were editing, we said, "Well, wait, don't you have a guy who knows how to edit on an Avid?" I'd taken one <laughs> three day Avid course. <laughs> And this is, I remember from your job podcast or your worst jobs jobs podcast, there's just that one thing that you do to break in and mine was answering, yes, I am an avid editor because I've taken a three-day class. I left that part out. And so they flew me out there, put me out at a nice hotel and said, okay, you're going to edit here for a week. And I was sweating bullets because I've never edited in my life on this system. And they said, oh, hey, you know, maybe we should slow-mo that shot. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Wait, and look dumbly at the screen. They're like, I think it's under the file. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's under the file menu, pull down, slow-mo. Okay, yeah, so they they knew. And they paid me accordingly. They paid me $75 a day. Wow. Yeah. That's why they edited in Albuquerque, my friend. (laughs) But yeah, so I would work there for two weeks, and some of the days were literally 43 hours long. I mean, it was just so much work. (laughs) Really? So much work. I guess you
1: did find that slow time... Button down yeah. in order to
0: cram forty three <laughs> hours in a week It was just, day. oh, it was I've never pulled crazier days than back in that. But they had they had interview stuff. Anyway, just it, it expanded my horizons a lot as far as editing goes. And once that folded, I actually started getting real work here in San Francisco where they're like, now that I actually have an avid job and I have stuff that I can show that shows I can do it, people were like, Oh yeah, we'll hire you. But they wouldn't hire full time. It was only freelance. So Uh, this place, someone left where we were editing 32nd Street in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. They had someone leave and they said, well, let's hire that guy and see if he wants to come over. And Jill and I were like, no, you know, we like the ocean, we like San Francisco, but it's full-time work. I will give it a shot for a couple years. And so here you are.
1: (laughs) 16 years later. Yeah.
0: Oops. Wait, how does that happen?
1: (laughs) So uh, now do you feel like you are in... Like like New, like New Mexico is home.
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. It's great. I mean, we love coming back here. We love you know our family and our friends here, and we love. I mean, when we moved, we really thought it would be for just a stepping stone kind of thing, you know, to get full time work and get you know so on and so forth. And we missed the ocean. You know, it's 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 very you know high desert out there, and so on and so forth. But I remember one faithful moment it, it, over in Albuquerque. We thought it would be like gun racks and country music, twenty four seven, and you know, just a lot of shit kickers around. So, but and it's it has that aspect to it, but it also has Native Americans. I mean, it's just a normal city. It's not, and it has really nice feeling to it that took a little while for it to grow on us, but it it did. And uh, like Jill was really homesick for a while, and then there was one time when. We came home for one Christmas and we got stuck on the Bay Bridge for two hours straight. And we could actually feel the bridge <laughs> swaying back and forth. I never knew that the bridge just constantly sways back and forth. Maybe it doesn't now because it's retrofitted, but, but it just it actually, if you're parked on it, especially for two hours and you have all the time in the world to think, uh, you know, at rush hour traffic in Albuquerque and people complain about it, there is 20 minutes to anywhere it's 15 minutes normally to anywhere, and it's no joke. It's 20 minutes to anywhere, and we really fell in love with that. So uh, that's part of it, and you know the it, it snows just enough to be really pretty, and so that's really cool. And and the people there are really great, and so every time we kept considering coming back here, you know there's a there's a, a salary calculator you can type in your you know, your zip code and how much you make and how much you want to make to live, say, in San Mateo, which I really liked San Mateo. And it would be like triple what I'm making right now, but, you know, the houses there cost 130 for a huge four-bedroom, two-story house, which is what we have. So, um, Right, and that'd probably run you almost a million dollars out of right, here. Right, right. And, you know, uh, and that... More and more as I'm out there, we were just like, It's just crazy to live out there and oh, I can't believe it. So and then more and more Californians moved to Albuquerque and raised the house prices. So now I can say, Oh my god, these all oh, these Californians are moving in and raising our house prices. I mean, yeah, it's it's we like it. We like it there. We like being able to complain about our former lives. <laughs> yeah, so so no thoughts of, of moving back. I mean, if the perfect job came up where it was like, hey, here's a lot more money that you can live the same lifestyle and you can, um, uh, you know, live closer to your family and your friends and hours, which is the only complaint I have about my work really is, is the hours are very, very long. Um, I'm there, well, I'm there all the time. (laughs) Where, where? This is where we would have a little crying baby. (laughs) 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 Where, where? shut up. Um. So, beyond that, it's just, yeah, I, I would consider it, but so far, nothing like that has been dropped in my lap. Now, this is the
1: other thing that I think, you know, this is a thing about, I think I complained about this on one of the other podcasts, but
0: I... Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah. Pitch. That was going all the time on your yeah, podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Is that, you know, when when people pick jobs that they want to do... There's just so much more that goes into that decision than just, I want to do this. Yeah, well, okay, then I hope, you know, I want to, like, I-, I went to broadcasting school or, or, you know, state school for a broadcasting degree. And, and I said, well, I, I want to record musicians. I want to be a recording engineer. Okay, right. well, then you're going to make uh, $15 an hour if you're lucky and work, you know, two days a month. So unless you can get some sort of weird, crazy staff job, maybe with a video game company or something, which even back then when I got the degree was not, I mean, it was, you know, eight bit sound effects was your, was there was no audio design. I mean, it was all, you know, standard MIDI files cranked (laughs) out through a creative sound blaster. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was nothing, there was none of that. So I don't know. I mean, there really just needs to be like guidance counselors right like guidance counselors sh- should guide and they don't do any of that <laughs> you know guidance counselors are just I, I, I think our guidance counselor was more like a disciplinarian or something like she was just like you know you, you're a you're a slacker you know whatever whatever they do but but really they should have like a meeting so you know you got you know our graduating class had 400 kids right. take an hour out of their senior year and say, well, what do you want to do? And then you say, well, I want to do this. Because by the time you get to this senior year, and if you have no idea, then it's a real short meeting. Right. I have no idea. <laughs> well, what do you like doing? Well, I like doing this. Okay.
0: Business, I
1: guess. I guess. I don't know. I like shopping. <laughs> All right. But, but, uh, but there should be like a class. Like, if this is the way you want to go. Now, of course, in college, they're not going to do this because You know, they want you to get this major because that's their job, you know, right? Like they want they want you to 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 take these classes, because if you don't, then it's like, well, you know what? Uh, You showed up for the first day of school and told all your students that they weren't going to make more than twenty two thousand dollars a year. And guess what? They all changed majors. And now you're out of a job. Tough guy. Way to go. (laughs) Good. Good logic on your part. Critical thinking, man. (laughs) So, yeah, there really should be some some effort to, like, just say, this is what your life will be. If you're not cool with that, then now's the time to decide, right. not, you know, three and a half years into a degree. Yeah, and then you are lucky, too, because, I mean, staff video editing gigs are right. very few and far between. Right,
0: right, right. Um,
1: so, I mean, I knew a guy who, who, who took a staff gig... I think in like London or something doing working for Sony and doing music recording and then he was like, "Great, I've got a fantastic resume. I'm going to come back to you the, to the States and get a job doing it." And he couldn't. And uh, you know, he wound up in my uh bedroom not recording. No. Uh yeah, doing music recording in my bedroom because he was friends with this guy that I was in a band with with and not working and like that was his, you know, music recording you know, coming to fruition. Yeah. So finding a staff editing gig, I mean, it's, it's, it would be, that would be hard to, you know, leave with nothing. Right. To just try and do something else. Almost impossible.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's been, obviously it all came from that one lie that I was an avid editor (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) sort of been writing the coattails (laughs) of that one well-placed, well-timed, lie.
1: And you? do you do any Avid editing anymore?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we For us, we were also a beta tester for Avid at that time, and so the, other, the senior editor at the time was really into that. And so, you know, I, I'm not so much because I don't like the fact that people are paying money for me to edit, and then I've learned that if you change the color of something and then put a title on it, oh, that makes it crash. Oh, good. Write that up and send that off to Avid so they can nice. you know give us a break on, on these these systems that, at the time, you're right, cost as much as a house. And a linear system cost half a million dollars just to even enter yeah. the field. So it was way out of everyone's wheelhouse as far as being able to afford it.
1: But how much how much editing do you do that you couldn't do on a Final Cut Pro system?
0: Well, now we do have, yeah, for a while, we were, we were Avid house for a long time. And then Avid really dropped the ball as far as being able to mix HD and SD and everyone was shooting HD spots even though they were only so they were shooting all in high def, but they were airing only in standard def. And Avid just couldn't handle doing that kind of work while well, Final Cut's been doing it for years. So we got a Final Cut system, so now I'm I swing both ways.
1: But why why even bother with the Avid system anymore?
0: I mean well, because we still have it, I mean, it still works. I <laughs> you mean, paid you put, for it. yeah, you put you put you put video into it, you can edit it, and you can spit video out. There's not like a reason to, to chuck it. It's, <laughs> it's
1: not like it magically turned into a toaster right. or a uh, Abercrombie and Fitch catalog. Yeah. <laughs> where oh, it's if like, only could, man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can't
0: edit video, but look at these guys' Ooh. Well, if people bring in just HD footage, it can still work. It can still work. It's just if you're trying to mix, you know, people are like, "Oh, well, here's some stock footage that's SD," but you need to mix it in an HD show. The system we have just couldn't do that, and now they have a system that can mix, can mix those two, and it's three years. Yeah, mix, 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 mix,
1: mix, 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 mix,
0: I feel good Um, then now uh, yeah so what will our next system be an Avid system that costs three times as much you know you could get three Final Cut systems full up crazy real time everything Final Cut systems I, I don't know I doubt it but the crazy thing is people still bring in their old projects or projects edited elsewhere Avid is still big it's still big out in the in the real world air quotes um, <laughs> Thanks for letting the people know it all. Yeah, a little audio caption for for you. Um, so, so we still use it. It's nice to have both systems, actually. But more of my work, maybe because it's a newer computer and it's faster, but more of my work is just people say, oh, I've got a quick time I need. It's like, well, I know Final Cut's going to bring it in and everything's going to rock. And and now you get, like you said, people, kids these days are editing since they're sperm. And, and I, you know, uh, they're like, well, maybe you could try you know just moving it up like this and it's like sorry i'm going off on a rant here it's just (laughs) yeah no that's fine yeah like i never do that (laughs) please i've heard all of your podcasts and i haven't heard one rant man
1: (laughs) uh and that's the thing too man about like i feel like i was born in the wrong decade right like if i had been born 10 years earlier like, we got saddled with all kinds of crap. We got AIDS, <laughs> right? Like, we were the first generation. As first generation. Saddled, yes. <laughs> yes, not me specifically. First generation saddled with AIDS. So there goes the free love. <laughs> there goes all that. And then we got, you know, so if we were 10, if I was 10 years younger, I would have had, you know, Coke and, and you <laughs> know, not scary STDs and free love and all that. And then if I had been born 10 years later, I would have had nonlinear video editing <laughs> Built into anything. They have got, you can do it on your iPhone now.
0: Mother,
1: good (laughs) God, is this just piss me off. You know, and then, and then right when I, I, so, so I got a staff video job um, a couple years out of college once my recording studio that I ran out of my garage went nowhere. And um, I was trying to get out of that because they were going under. And I quickly tried to teach myself HTML and tried to get, you know, web jobs. But, of course, everybody and their mom was trying to get that. Mm -hmm. I just feel like if I had just wait, you know, if I could have been a couple of years younger, then I could have gone into that, you know, like you could be a broadcasting major or you could go to school and learn HTML and do web pages, which... Is still creative and still interesting, and you could learn, you know, JavaScript and all this other stuff that I could have learned, which would have been
0: great. But I'm um, sorry, I'm going to have to call a little <laughs> on this because, I mean, couldn't everyone from any from any generation say, "Oh, wish I was born a little little differently and things would be better," or or so forth? I mean, I would have missed World War. You guys missed World War II. You guys, oh, I would have missed uh, the, the 9/11. I mean, it seems like. But but, but, I think mine is is by like a
1: couple of years, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, e- yeah, but I mean, I felt like, you know, in that whole digital revolution area, it all changed like super fast, yeah, that's true, you know, s- s- just overnight. And if it had been just the difference of a couple of years, I could have, you know, I could have gone into. Or out of high school into something rather than trying to play catch up and fighting with everybody else and, and, you know, feeling like I was on this sinking ship. Like, you know, I I had a whole bunch of jobs in a row where it was a sinking ship. Right. And, uh, but that was my own fault because I was just desperate. I was just desperate to get out of the job I was in the company I was going to was desperate to get somebody because they were floundering as well. And we just are like, uh, you know, two nerdy kids looking to go to prom and, you know, they, they needed each other, uh, in a sad, desperate, pathetic way. Right. That's, that's my whole job career can be summarized as, as, as fumbling in the dark with your nerdy prom date that you're not attracted to.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, ow! oh my nerdy glasses! <laughs> I couldn't come up with a good sound. That was fine. No, I was, right. That was very respectable because that's what nerds say: is Oh, my nerdy glasses. <laughs> well, you know,
1: it's it's more of a visual. But when you're on the radio, you got to do you know what you got to do. I gotta take my
0: glasses again.
1: That might have been better.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> gotta take my glasses again. Absolutely. <laughs> As a living destination, you would say, "New Mexico, not so bad
0: yeah well i mean it's uh, it worked it worked out for me job wise I mean certainly, there have been times when i 'm like let 's look for jobs elsewhere, but the, for some reason, Albuquerque actually is a strange um, place where you can edit uh, you can edit all sorts of different things industrials and and nice snazzy commercials that go national and you know local commercials and regional ones and and again, longer industrial videos that aren't aren't too bad to edit. And it's nice to have the variety. Instead of, I had a friend who was working in New York and full-time working for Kodak, I think at the time, and all he was doing... All he was doing was Kodak meeting videos day in, day out, making much more than I was, but that's all he was doing. And so I would send him a reel saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. And he would say, I'm, I'm never sending you anything I've ever done. So it was just
1: Kodak executives sitting in a room yes. around
0: like a board and, yeah. and multi
1: camera or just I, one it, on a, no, like a tripod? No, stuck it was in definitely multi
0: camera because wow. they would file, you know, sort of like focus groups. They would follow certain people, whoever was talking, oh. and have a wide shot. And he would edit those again for the internet. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, so they would have to send these videos out to other districts that would could watch and learn from Kodak. I don't know. Wow, that sounds dismal. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I'm. I was happy. And his hours were no better than mine, and so I, I realized that I could move to L.A. and work on stuff. Like I knew someone who who moved to L.A. who was a fine editor, and he was immediately working on MTV and Madonna videos and stuff like that. And that's great, but the hours and the clients and nothing else was different. And after a certain point, I was I realized you know I don't need to live in L.A. I don't need to to I couldn't imagine working on a film like rush hour three for seven months i read i read an interview with the guy who edited that and he said after the first couple months you've done all the jokes to death but they still have to edit it for six more months and anyway all these things i I couldn't imagine doing that either so uh, it's definitely yeah it's definitely a nice place to live Good. Yeah. There, there's a,
1: there's a nice little postcard for you uh, New Mexico.
0: Yeah, that entire spiel on one postcard. <laughs> no room for you to write anything except for love. Wish you were here. Wish you were here.
1: Well, that's i am I'm I'm I'm
0: out. You got anything you want to say before we go? Um. Well, I guess so. I moved away from my friends. I moved away from my family, and you're uh, just. Asking, your parents are living? Oh, yeah. And they're around here? Yeah. So you see them how often? Not very often, but we saw
1: them, you know, my birthday was last month and Miriam's was this month. And, and they always
0: take us out for that. And then uh we see them for Christmas. Okay, so I flew in here to be with my mom for a few days, but also to go to this event tonight and see friends that I absolutely have no chance of seeing until maybe next year if I happen to be here for this. And it's the same with, I mean, I haven't seen my mom for 11 months and I can only be here for a few days and, you know, tonight I have to sort of work in a year's worth of memories within, you know, just a few hours and it's, uh, that part is not easy. Know my dad passed away about six years ago and he, you know, everything leading up to that, I mean, I you know, if someone, especially medical stuff, as that gets, you get older and so forth, you can't just fly out and make someone a casserole and and just, you know, say, oh, here, here you go. I'll help you out for one night. I mean, it has to be, you know, you have a lot of stuff you're trying to do. You're trying to have fun with your parents. You're trying to just hang out, but also realize all the problems that might be happening and so on and so forth. And same with friends too, as far as you just need to You try to catch up and be social and have a good time that night and try to be serious and so forth all in one night, three hours, and then you're gone. And you can do the Facebook, which has helped for sure, and the occasional emails and stuff. But it is, that is the hardest thing. That's been the hardest thing because here we have decades of friends built on friends. You know, you and I weren't directly friends in classes. It was through other networks of friends and you're just wiping the whole thing clean and starting somewhere else. And that's, that's different for sure. So it's, it's, I'm not saying one way or the other. It's just, it's, it's been, especially dealing with family stuff, it's interesting having to, to focus it on just little tiny moments that are worth flying $700 for to right. fly out here. But, uh,
1: and will you ever get smaller glasses?
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you! Because you. You do have large glasses. I like my peripheral vision, Dick. <laughs> hey, I got LASIK, man. That was yeah. awesome. All right. I've edited some videos of for oh. LASIK. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, you're clenching your nether regions, and you sh- you don't know the half of it. <laughs> oh, you got it. When you see Jason, you got to tell him that. Because <laughs> we were watching... Because
1: we, I we had a friend at work who did it, and uh, she was like, yeah, it's great. You know, it's a little disturbing, whatever. So... Uh, Jimmy Fallon got it done right before he got the hosting gig uh-huh. um, that he has now. Uh-huh. And uh, he he did it because he was doing some sort of like webisodes to like get, you know, build excitement about him taking over for Conan. And plus, you know, just to get back into the rhythm of being on television because it's been a while since he was on Saturday Night Live. And so he did the LASIK <laughs> thing and, um, you know, because I wanted to see it because I, I was really seriously considering it. And, uh, so, uh, me, Jason and, uh, Christopher uh, was at work and, and we were there, he couldn't handle it. He got, you know, <laughs> he got, uh, the thing like pried his eyes yeah. open and Jason was out. Orange baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. The weird thing about the, the LASIK was, um, the friend who got it done, she said, you know, I said, is there anything that I should know about this? And she said, well, they don't mention the burning smell. No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, and they didn't. And I was just like, are you kidding me? My eyeball is burning and you are not mentioning any of this? You can smell it? Your head is, you know, not that much farther from mine, you know, than my nose is from my, from my eye. I can smell the burning.
0: So how does Alan eyeball smell? Uh, ro- rotisseried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it actually smells like kind of like it was more like a plastic burning smell, huh. which was unpleasant. Your robot self, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> robot, robot, robot. 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 <laughs> oh, oh. If
0: only they had the visuals.
1: <laughs> yeah, because in my world, robots still have gears. Doing the robot, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we should go help with uh, this Probably. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Clark, for, for coming hey. in and doing this. Thanks
0: for having me, man. Hey,
1: and uh, for me, for Clark, and the music of Bright oh, Brown. I can hear
0: it, almost. <laughs> Woo! We're, yeah.
1: We'll do this one, one more, more time. time. Till then! Woo! I am from the depth of my existence. I am listening the twisting your perception.